Hello, and welcome to Shivo versus the First World. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. You're listening to our podcast about the reverse culture shock we experience every day as American citizens returning home after three and a half years living and working overseas. Today, we are once again taking the easy way out. <laughs> so we recorded last time in the car, right? That last week episode was driven in the car. Apologize for the really bad sound quality. Sorry. But we're, we're working on making sure that we get more episodes out. We had this great idea for the, the format of the show, and it's actually kind of taken us a little bit longer to put together and, and work through. Um, and so I think we're going to start doing uh, things a little easier on us because life has gotten super busy and come January it's going to be even more so. So if we do that, then you'll get more episodes. Which everybody wants more episodes, right? Yes. So honey, before you introduce the topic, I would like to say to our people out there that we still have a Patreon (laughs) still around. Uh, Thank you guys very much for those that have stayed subscribed. We do appreciate that. I mean, every little bit of helps. And when I see that, like, hey, you've got Patreon money goes, oh, we should do another show. So it's <laughs> it does prompt us. Working. We are also, we did a bonus show right before this show where we talked we about Christmas uh, overseas because it's the Christmas time is here. So you will uh, certainly enjoy listening to that. But you can only listen to that if you go to shivo.wtf slash patrons. Again, shivo.wtf slash patrons. Now, on with the regular show. I think this week we're going to talk about tattoos. Yeah. So you got one while we were in Thailand, and I just got one here. Uh, that is true. Yes, we, we we now have enough experience that we can talk about the realities of tattooing overseas and here. So uh, let's let's begin with you. Okay. Don, your your latest tattoo, my love. What what number is this? Mm, I think seven. Okay. Tattoo uh, freak. <laughs> Most of them you can't see. I mean, most of them I keep hidden unless I'm in a I had a question, which was how many? You answered that question. Now get back to (laughs) what it's all about. Good God. So so the latest one that I got is a Japanese cherry blossom tree that goes from my lower back all the way down my midway through my arm. Right. So it basically takes the entire left half of your back. Yes. And has been been populated into a tree. Yes. You tried to get this while we were traveling. I did. I did. I'd had the idea. I've had the idea for a couple of years, but I just didn't find the right artist. Mm -hmm. I had, I think the last one that I contacted, they're like, yeah, you know, I like the idea. I think we'll just freehand it when we, when we do the tattoo. And I said, "Mm, I don't, I don't (laughs) think so. So they don't have an, a, a tattoo erase gun yet, do they? No, no. So I want to know what it is I'm getting. And and honestly, when I walked in after talking with my my artist here, I saw what she had drawn up, and I knew instantly that's it, that's it. You basically you didn't find the right tattoo artist abroad, right? And you yeah. already had a, a woman back here that you work with, and so you were happy with that, yes. right? Yeah, she had done my last one before we left, right? Okay, so you just got your most latest tattoo here. Just over a week ago. And backing up to 2015, sometime around June, July, something like that. So about six months into our travels, I decided to sit down and get a tattoo at a tattoo parlor in Thailand. 
Not in Bangkok. No, in Renal. In a little tiny town you've never heard of. Well, you've heard us talk about it quite a right. lot. A small town uh, in, in Thailand and, and got my tattoo. So, yes, we now are qualified to discuss and compare and contrast. And it's very much Shivo versus the first world content as yes. we discuss the tattoo. Um, so let's begin with a conversation, honey, about how long it takes to get a tattoo. Because when I sat in the chair... Now, my, my tattoo is on my right forearm, on the inside of my forearm, and it's probably, what would you say that is, maybe eight inches long? Yeah, probably. Probably about eight inches long. It covers the whole inside. It's not, okay. a, it's not a complete, it's not like a full half sleeve or anything like that. Yeah. It is a, it's a sugar skull, basically, is the, think about that way. Sugar skull with some other little parts put inside of this. And this tattoo took me, I would say, all in, there's six hours in this. Probably. Six hours in this. And and so that was the, my time frame. How about how about your now your tattoo, if we had to guess the square footage of it, I mean it's probably I mean from your from middle of your bicep, it doesn't go down to your bicep, I guess your tricep, yeah. across your shoulder blade, down the, the left trunk. side of your back, across I mean, wrapping to the to part of the side of you, I'm under your rib cage. Well, I'm, up, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, that yeah. far yet. Okay. So halfway down under your rib cage, it goes there. And then all the way down to your hip. So under your, under the line where your pants would go, right. right? Off to the edge of that. So that's a lot. That's probably, I'm going to say 20 inches of, of length and probably, probably eight to 10 inches of width. Yeah. And again, not full. This is a tree. Right. So it's a mostly tree trunk, and then it's got branches, and it has lots of Japanese blossoms on it. And you thus far only have the outline. I only have the outline. And that took how long for you? Three hours. Three hours. Yes. Which is about the amount of time that I set for the first time yes. when I got my name. So time-wise, to get it done is what was the same. Right. However, it's this next bit that I think is going to finish things up. So... My intent when I was in Thailand was to get just the outline of mine done the first day. But as we got into it, there's not that much color into it. And we decided, what the heck? We're almost done. Let's finish right. things up. I'm going to power through. I'm going to be tough, which I'm not tough at all <laughs> when it comes to these things. So I got mine done and the whole thing was done in three hours. Right. The big difference is that I went back a few days later, not a few days, a few weeks later. I noticed there was a couple of spots that didn't, all the lines hadn't been perfectly connected and some other little touch up. And you always have to right. do touch up when you get a tattoo. It is it is just a thing. You right. have to get some touch ups that are done. So I went back in for touch ups, which should have been an hour or so. Nope. The dude redid the entire friggin' tattoo. But it looks great. It looks fantastic. But he went over everything again and said, oh, yeah, I'd like to do some little difference. And so hence the six hours. Right. For me, you'll go back in for how long? Because you haven't had you you've no coloration. I have no coloration and no shading. Right. So that what are you anticipating that's going to be? So she said the shading should be an hour and a half. Okay. And the coloring is about three. So you've got another four hours or so to go just to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even going back to do any touch ups later on. But you've had her do tattoos for you before. Mm -hmm. How much touch-up do you anticipate with your tattoo artist here in America? None. I mean, there might be something because it's a little yeah. bit more complicated. But I mean, it's for her, it's going to be Exactly. So your tattoo being larger took will take more time than mm -hmm. my tattoo being smaller. But the equation is vastly different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> vastly, vastly. Also, 
the process of, of getting your tattoo now we're, we're in the aftercare stages because mm-hmm. you've as of this recording you've mm-hmm. had it for almost 10 days 10 days you've had yep. the tattoo not a, no color has flaked the skin hasn't mm-hmm. flaked nothing's none of the black it's, is coming through it's barely raised yeah all of that and you know where mine like the next day was like angry warts were flying out <laughs> of my tattoo with coloration <laughs> as a part of it Somebody have, might exaggerate a bit. I, ha- I have a funny feeling your gal has a bit more of a deft touch yes. than the gentleman that, that provided my tattoo yes. in Thailand. Which yeah. might have been, it might have influenced my decision as I was looking at artists and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was looking at some of the artists that were from the UK and things like that. But again, I just, it didn't feel right. Sure. And you know me, I kind of go by intuition and how I feel about a person and Heather was just the right person to do it. Right, right. Understood that. Uh, Let's talk about the environment. Mm -hmm. So where I got my tattoo, the place looked like a tattoo parlor. Mm -hmm. Tattoo tattoo parlors in America can run the gamut for those of you who do not have one. You can find the perfect, extremely well-lit, bright, clean, everything just just sparkling that's one extreme Mm -hmm. to the other extreme is mm, well you know it's in a warehouse right somewhere that it's that it's done and while the place is clean it's more like you clean the garage than you cleaned your kitchen right you get the difference right when a sparkling garage looks vastly different than a sparkling kitchen yet both of them are cleaned exactly the place I went to in Thailand was much more on the garage. Let's go the attic side. It might have been the maybe the basement, right? The unfinished basement, the root cellar. <laughs> so, do you remember what they had at the tattoo parlor in Renan? I, they had lots of things. Do you want to give me a classification so I can narrow down to the thing you're looking for? Do you mean they, the the, they, the dog? Yeah, the dog. They, they had, had a, a, a puppy. They had a husky. <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, inside. It was so cute. That's not that unusual. I've seen a lot of tattoo parlors that let <laughs> dogs go inside. That's not that big of a deal. That's not a big difference. Um, I think the biggest difference from when you really look at what they have, mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about tools and equipment yep. for a moment. Because in Thailand, you can get a couple of different types of tattoos. Right. One, you can get a yaksan, yep. which is yaksan or sakyan? Sakyan. I knew I said it wrong. One is you can get a Sakyant tattoo, which is a traditional Thai tattoo, also called a bamboo Ooh. tattoo, even though there's no bamboo utilized, whatever it's called that. I think they used to have, they were the bamboo shoots. Well, with of course. The, yeah. So, I mean, that's where the name comes from. They shouldn't call it that anymore. They should call it a stainless steel tattoo now. <laughs> Anyhow, that's not it. This guy had a gun. Right. The way things are normally done uh, in, in tattooing. But the, the thing not that he- tattooing. Ta- not to tattooing. Tattooing. <laughs> But the biggest difference is the guy that gave me my tattoo in Renong did not have a key piece of equipment, and that is called an autoclave. Oh, yeah. The autoclave, again, for the untattooed, for the blanks out there, is how equipment is sterilized. Put it in this little machine, and it bakes it at a certain temperature, and so when it comes out, it's killed all of the bacteria. Right. Your tattoo artist, my love, Heather here, she has an autoclave. Yes. Did you see the autoclave? I did not, but I think I did the first time I went in, so I didn't when, question it. When she began the process, mm-hmm. did she? How how did it begin with the equipment? Did you see my back was to her, so you didn't see it. No. Nope. Typically, what you see here in America is the person will unwrap a sealed right. bag as as if you were going into a uh, into surgery. Yes, that's so, the idea. They yeah. keep it at that same level. Autoclaves are also used in 
surgery centers and yes. or doctor's offices when they are cleaning scalpels and various pieces. They will they will put them in the autoclave and bake them, and then they seal them up in this hermetically sealed plastic envelope. Right. And oftentimes, when you're in a tattoo parlor, you will either see them pull the equipment out of the autoclave or unwrap the sealed sterile bag, yep. which has the gun, the needles, and all the other pieces they're going to be utilizing in this. In Thailand, the autoclave... I didn't... There were no sealed plastic bags. Okay. Um, There wasn't an autoclave. There was, however, a tabletop oven. Oh, yeah. That which you might use if your place doesn't have a an oven and you wanted a, a separate one that you would like cook toast in or maybe right. a pizza or something else that sits... That's what they utilized. Now, the good thing about that is it, it gets to 500 degrees. Yeah. It does the same thing. Right. Ultimately, it's all because of heat that kills the bacteria. So, and I did watch the guy pull them out of, you know, the easy bake oven. It wasn't an easy bake <laughs> oven. Um, out of the tabletop oven when I thought, well, I guess that'll do. Yeah. It's not what I'm used to doing, but, you know, from what I know about the way things work and what that heat kills things. Yeah. What the heck? I'll give it a shot. Perfect. But uh, you won't find that in America. If, you're, if your uh, tattoo no. artist doesn't have an autoclave, right. they will probably <laughs> ran out of town. <laughs> right. And I can't imagine they're going to set up shop and, and without having, that's just proper equipment you have so, to have. So you and I um, got our first tattoo in Oklahoma. We did. When it was illegal. It was. Um, Actually, it, was just recently made legal within the last decade or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, but even he who was running it illegal had an autoclave. Yeah, they are just they are just the thing that you expect. Right. Yeah, don't expect those when you're traveling to the third world. So here's the other thing that was interesting with my girl. Um, she had multiple different um, beds. Is a weird way to say it, but she had a massage table and she had the other. Oh. Um, she had an old surgical table. Yeah. And and so depending on where she was working, she moved the tables around and mm-hmm. put me on different things. Right. Mine was on a plastic wrapped like footstool that had been made into a bed. <laughs> uh, I used a tie pillow. Right. He did the small tie pillows that would use underneath your head. That was what kind of held an arm up. And he would wrap all of these in plastic wrap so that ink and blood right. wouldn't get all over them. Wow, you're making that very inviting. It sounds like everyone should go do this in Thailand. Yeah, I think all of our listeners are saying, huh, <laughs> why did you choose to do this? Again, the number one thing to me was, is, am I going to get a disease from this? And because it right. came out of the oven, probably not. My chance of that was relatively reduced. And it's not like somebody else had been there before me getting a tattoo. Right. So I was relatively sure, uh, assumed and assured that there was... Nobody extra, you know, no body fluid swapping right. that would be that would be taking place. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, expect not to have uh, an autoclave when you go. But in America, you will. It, it feels like you're in a surgery center. It does. Yeah, in, in uh, they wrap everything, uh, the gun and everything, with plastic. Um, my girl, she had set a piece of tape um, mm-hmm. on the bed. What? She not a piece of tape, a roll of tape. Oh, okay. Um, on the bed. Yeah, and um. Because she had done that, she couldn't use it again. So she just gave it to me. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. Because it was no longer perfectly sterile Still, anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen in the third world. Yeah. Yeah. So. They might take you down to the river and wash it wash off you. with that. Ooh. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, they wouldn't do that. So I'm what, kidding. What I'm was kidding. your aftercare? 
my aftercare, well, he wrapped everything up in plastic, in mm-hmm. saran wrap, which as, as you had the same thing. Yeah. It's not really saran wrap, but it's the same. It's, it's, it's food tight, wrap. Yeah. Right, it's the same thing. Um, and he did give me a little container of some lotion. Oh, yeah. Because you had on. to go back and get some. Yeah. More. I need to get more. Yeah. So he gave me that. Um, and then he gave me about a thumb sized portion of marijuana as part of the. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that was the aftercare. Just, you know, wash it and and clean it. And um, yeah, there we go. And it wasn't good marijuana. <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> I, I heard that it was not very good marijuana. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Um, what was your aftercare? My aftercare, well, she didn't give me any ointments, but she advised what I should be using on it. Right. So I started with um, aquifer, which is a, a like a sealant, um, keeps moisture in. Okay. And then um, I ordered a diaper care right. thing um, on Amazon, and it came two days later. So I started using that, and mm-hmm. it's it's done a great job. And um, she's given me a recommendation for this next session called Dr. Numb, and that I will order um, in the next week or so so that I have it for the next one. But you put it on two hours before you go in. And then it keeps, it it kind of numbs it up. Which so. means you're cheating. So I mean, are why you, not just get a temporary tattoo? I mean, if you really don't want to go through the pain, why go through it? Are you challenging me? What are you talking about? <laughs> I have never used it. So yes, I will challenge you not to use it and I won't use it again. Silly thing to do. So. All right. So let's ask the question. Is getting a tattoo with only a small risk of catching some bloodborne illness something you embrace about the first world? Are you embarrassed by Western civilization's commitment to sterilization? Or do you hate it so much it makes you want to escape back to a developing nation? Look, I love the fact that I got this tattoo. Mm -hmm. But there is no reason to go overseas to the third world to get a tattoo. We got it right. Yeah. The key word there was sterilization, sanitization, and uh, there's zero chance of catching right. anything bad here. Well, not zero chance, but it's a small it's enough, minor. small enough case. You go to a professional shop, it's fine. You're rolling the dice yeah, when you go overseas. So uh, it's definitely something I love about yeah. Western civilization. And obviously, I mean, I was looking to get one overseas, but couldn't find the right environment, person. So, and, and, you shouldn't get one unless it's right. Well, that's always a good idea yeah. for everyone. Hey, listener, for remember uh, at the top of the show when we mentioned that bonus episode where we talked about Christmas time and parties that we have done all over the world. Well, you can listen to that only if you become a patron, which you can do for like as little as a buck. Super easy, fast, easy to sign up. Go to shivo.wtf slash patrons. Don't forget that some patrons are eligible for special gifts. We've sent handwritten postcards, care packages from abroad, and of course, that special, exclusive patron-only content Evo just mentioned. Dozens of listeners, just like you, think this show is worth a couple of bucks a month. If you agree, get on the list at shivo.wtf slash patrons today. Oh, and also, thank you, Wu Ti. Wu Ti was the name of my artist in Thailand. Thank you, Wu Ti, for giving me an awesome tattoo, uh, and also not... Hepatitis C, I do appreciate that. Um, yeah. And now I've got this lovely permanent reminder of my time in Thailand. And thank you for listening to Shiva versus the First World. 
For more episodes and easy ways to listen each week, just go to shivo.wtf slash podcast. Neither of us are hard to find on all the relevant social media. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. We'll be back next week with another adjustment to your first world problems. Cheers! Just go to shivo.wtf slash pat. Blah.